Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Bleak Prospects. It was written by Scott Dorward, and it's available in the collection Nameless Horrors. I'm, uh, our, our game master is Nimrod Slor Futterman, and this is episode three. Our recap will be given by Brian Ridge as his character, Everett Priestley. So without any further delay, let's continue the journey into the darkness. Brian? Oh, thank you, Tom. Uh, dearest sister, uh, with heavy heart, I write to inform you of the passing of my dear wife, Agatha. As a member of the fair sex, you do not need to hear the gruesome details, so that so those I will spare you. Though perhaps I say that due to my own selfishness and a desire to avoid thinking back on her last dreadful hours. Or maybe it is a touch of both. What I can say is that she passed away from some sort of malady that is spreading throughout Hooverville, and Agatha's passing is just one piece of a larger puzzle that is engrossing our entire community. At about the same time that Agatha drew her last breath, two children disappeared from our camp. I was preoccupied with my own affairs, so not privy to the details, but from hearing gossip around camp, I suspect many people here believe that children were abducted. I heard several of my neighbors have gone looking for the children, but no leads as of yet. The police I heard are not being helpful. It is as if the society around us is intent on reminding us just how little we are valued. If I ever get back into journalism, I believe this is a worthwhile topic to investigate. Yet another puzzle piece is a key I found in Agatha's belongings. It was a key from our days at the Crawley Examiner, a key to a lockbox that we used to store sensitive or valuable items related to a story. I visited our former office and spoke with the editor, Norman Brunswick, about retrieving Agatha's, Agatha's things. He offered to re retrieve the items from the lockbox, but due to my keen eye, I noticed he was trying to withhold some of her possessions from me before ushering me out the door. I won't go into the details about how I eventually recovered her paperwork, but indeed I did. And dear Agatha's papers only deepened the mystery. At the time of our departure for the newspaper, she was doing an investigation to a small group of wealthy and powerful individuals. Casper Brink, Roscoe Malloy, Alex Rossetti, and Theodore Sedgwick. It seems she discovered that this, for lack of a better word, cabal is somehow enriching itself while the rest of society plummets into poverty and despair. In fact, I do believe I've heard some of the other gentlemen in the camp reference these men by name. So it seems like several of, several of us have ties to these men. Coincidence? We shall look deeper, and I expect my investigative skills to come in handy. Lest you be concerned about my safety, I can assure you that I am in good company with the men and women of Hooverville. Mr. Dolan is a rough and tumble sort, though I find his spirit rather dour, even for someone who calls the shantytown home. Dr. Coombs took excellent care of Agatha while she was with us, and I trust him with my life. Professor Rothstein is knowledgeable with a good head on his shoulders. Mr. Melnick seems like a good fellow, despite being a lawyer at one time. Finally, the widow, Miss Frey, the mother of one of the missing children, provides a soothing maternal spirit. She reminds me a bit of you. 
Our current mystery reminds me of why I became a journalist in the first place. I believe that by speaking to the right people and asking the right questions, there are answers to be found. Now, with my life and sanity on the line, the imperative to find the right answers is stronger than it has ever been. I assure you, dear sister, that the truth will be brought to light and the wrongdoers will face justice. It appears that Professor Rothstein, Mr. Dole, and Ms. Frey are returning. So at this point, I will sign off with all my love, Everett. All right. Thank you, Brian. So last time we stopped just as you were getting into the Prospect Estates. Um, you managed to kind of break open parts of the gates as you're all climbing over the aging gates into the grounds. You land with loud stumps and squelches into the very muddy, wet, and very unkempt grounds. Um, no one seems to be taking care of this place. There is, There are a few gravel paths that lead forward. One of them seems to be the biggest and the main one, which has tire tracks leading down. That's, those are the tire tracks you saw um, as you were entering. It seems to have been kept slightly better. Some of the weeds have been taken out, and it's at least somewhat um, visible. Uh, but the rest is very overgrown, unkempt, and the smell gets to you. This place smells bad. Something here is wrong as you land into these grounds and look around to the Victorian house a few minutes walk away. Well, yeah, and when a Victorian house isn't taken care of, it really falls apart. Oh. What up? What they wouldn't hole. be taking care of this place. Hmm. We better not have our kids in this place. I mean, look at this place. Yeah, what, what is that stench? It's it's old, rotten, swamp, nasty shit. Ugh. I don't know. Hopefully the interior will be better than the exterior. I hope so. Uh, shall we? What time of day is it? Is it night? Oh uh, yeah, it's nighttime. We're here at twelve o'clock at night. That's right. Yeah. Any lights on? Um, not that you can see from here. Um, give me a spot in <clears throat> as you're trying to see if you notice Almost. anything. Uh, no, I got it. Uh, yeah, we'll be looking for that. No. Uh, what's the standard uh, spot in without? I will spend uh, twenty-five. Yeah, twenty-five. I will spend one luck. To succeed. Uh, okay. Succeed. Um, okay. You don't see. You see, there are some lights, but not most of the house seems dark. Um, you do see some light come from one of the windows, and you notice a car is parked near the entrance, not right at the entrance, um, but in a small, what seems like from here, like a clearing, but you can't really make it out from this distance. But there is a car, and as you look at it, you notice that you saw this car before. It was parked in the hotel you went to earlier that day. Is it the Can one that I popped the tires? Not the same one, no. But there were a few different cars there, and 
you do notice it's it's not as big and it's not as nice, but it was in the parking lot. Mm. Well, do we sneak up to the house and yeah, I mean, it, it seems like it, it, you know, it's all connected. I mean, you know, we've got confirmation yeah. from the vehicles. I think we should. Uh, hey, Thomas, you want to pop some more tires? No. Let's see if we can find the kids first. Maybe on the way yeah. out. We do that, yeah, on the way out to keep them from following us. Might be easier to do it right now so we don't have to outrun them before them. Don't want to waste the time. Let's find those kids. Yeah, let's sneak up. Okay, yes. so you're going straight to the house? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I'm assuming you're taking the gravel pass or you're just walking around on the grounds? I mean, is there like, is there any way we can sort of sneak up in the night so it's you know, kind of hard to see us? Yeah. Um, you can try us. walking. The gravel, the gravel pass doesn't make a lot of noise, but the if you want to go through the unkept grass and weeds, there is a there is a slight squelching noise, but the squelching noises seem to be popping around anyway. Um, so it might be quieter. It is a bit when you try and stick your foot on to see if it will make any noise. The squelching is not very loud, but it's the grass is kind of sticky and wet, and yeah. the smell is stronger when you get off the road. It just people get used to the sound of people walking up to their house on the gravel road, you know. That's true. So, yeah, maybe stay right on the edge. Okay. Yeah, where there's some firmness, but um, but it's mostly grass to cushion your feet. Okay. Um. So give me everyone a group stealth check. Oh. So we want to find out who's got the least stealth. No, just give me all of you, and we'll see how many success oh. on the failures. Okay. Yeah. okay. What's standard stealth? 20. Um, I think 20. Fail. Ooh. Fail. And, uh, I got fail. a success. I got a extreme. I got a six. Got a hard success. Okay. So you got, you got hard. Three, three successes and three fails. Okay. Uh, it was an extreme success on my end, too, so it was an eight. Um, if that helps okay. what happens next. So two extreme successes, one hard and three fails. Right. Yeah. This is actually good. Um, so as you're walking down the road, you don't see any response. No one seems to be moving in the house or from anywhere around there as you're walking. Um, as you're trying to edge along the path to make as less, the least amount of noise you can, you do keep getting brushed, brush your feet on the grass and it's, you notice that it's kind of sticky and wet. That's not in a way that's not supposed to happen with either grass or weed or any local fauna that you know. Um, as you're walking down the road, whoever is keeping a watch around can give me a listen check. Okay. And a, and someone else can give me a spot hidden. Um, I got a seventeen out of twenty on my listen. Okay. Um, what was that, Carl? So, no, no. Okay. nothing. Right. I, just, I just, I, am nice okay. to Tom's roll. Did anyone uh, roll spot hidden yet, or? Yeah, someone can also roll spot hidden and see if you're 
Oh, I, I got a 16 on the spot hidden as well. So. Okay. So, Maureen, you're looking around and you notice on one of the grasses as you're as it's rushing by you and you kind of shake your feet to get the icky stuff off, these tiny white slug-like creatures that look somewhat familiar seem to be just crawling on the grass, moving around. Uh, and at the same time, Thomas, you hear from off the path, it's hard to see in the dark, but you hear like a small whimpering. It almost sounds like someone is muttering the name Archie over and over. Just, it's very soft. It's very, very labored breath. Archie. Do, do you kind of hear it from going off the path. Do any of you hear that, that noise? What in God's name is that? So mm -hmm. It sounds like somebody's saying Archie, Archie. So look, th there's uh, there's things in the grass. Stay out of it. Let's stay on the path. Oh, uh, he's going to, Nathaniel's going to look quite closely at what's in the grass. And I'm, I'm trying to sort of figure out where the sound is coming from. Yeah, I'll follow. Okay. So Nathaniel, you're looking into the grass. And when Marine pointed out, you notice not one of these white things, but every few, even two or three feet, you see another one of these tiny white slugs. They kind of, they kind of, you know, pop out of you in the dark as there's the only white thing moving around. They're not exactly the same as the weird creatures you found in the people's bodies, but they have the same kind of texture and coloring, like maggots. I, yeah, kind of like very overgrown maggots. Um, you even notice one of them going in your direction very slowly, but you see them, whatever seems to be a mouse always has some sharp teeth or something inside them, but they're just crawling on the grass, crawling in the ground. You, you, you now connect the dots and see that those are what's making the slight squelching sounds around you. Um, and Thomas, as you're looking wow. around, you think you can see the outline of a person lying in the grass, maybe 10 feet off the path. Look and you think there. the sound is coming from there. Look, look there, there. Back up, back up. Is it alive? Who is it? Um, get as close as we can without getting into the grass, so. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you have, did you put guys bring a light source with you? We did not. Did we? I don't think we own a light source. So. I don't think you had lists, right? Okay. Um, I have matches or a lighter or something. That's better. Yeah. No, uh, the lighter, I don't think you'll see very well from this distance. And you're not going on the grass, right? Right. No, yeah, we're staying on the path. Those things there. My character probably bought some uh, towels or some sort of rags just in case. Um, could we light that on fire and throw it over there? Yeah, but it'll light up the yard and then. If there's people inside, they'll see us. Who's going to defeat the stealth? Yeah. <clears throat> is there any moonlight? Yeah, the moon is is the reason you can actually see where you're going. Hmm. Um, but this guy is like completely lying down on his back. Um, you can see from where you are, seems to be a middle-aged man, probably in his late 30s or early 40s. Um, Short brown hair doesn't seem to be dressed very well. Um, not the same level as you, but definitely not in good money. Um, you notice that he has what well, oh, it seems like he's holding a rope, kind of like a leash when you don't have enough money to have like a real leash. 
Um, but there's no dog or anything attached to it. Um, he's muttering the word Archie, Archie, and over and over again. Um, and as you look around, you can almost see, you seem to see him moving, but as you're looking closer, you can only see his left foot, which is the closest to you, but it almost seems to be slightly wriggling. And you think he's moving his foot, but then you see something moving inside. Oh. Uh, yes. Think, uh, and then I another think... part. Oh, I'm sorry. No, and it just seems to be like small points keep rising from the skin and going down and moving around. Uh, does he appear alive or dead or? He is muttering and you did uh, hear, uh, he's yeah, still yeah. talking, but he doesn't right. seem right. in a very good sort. He doesn't seem to notice you. It's not, yeah. he, it's not that he started talking when you passed by, right. he's been muttering and he does, he's completely oblivious to the fact that you're watching him. Um, I don't recommend we go near, near the grass. Kims will back yeah. up to the center of the gravel. <laughs> I'm going to not take the doctor's advice, but what I'm going to try to do is, you know, like when you try to run through, like if there's an ant colony with ants everywhere, I'm going to try and hit my feet as I run mm -hmm. um, and then keep my feet going as I'm standing there, just to get a better look before I run back and then make okay. sure there's nothing on my legs. And give me a dexterity roll. Okay. Nice. Uh, 80. 80, uh, okay. Where's my dex? Where's my dex? 45, I'd have to spend 35 points. Yeah, I can't do it, so. Um, do you want to push it? You might fall if you do, but it's your call. I'm going to push it. Okay. Oh, oh, nine. Oh, nine. Nice, nice. <laughs> was You're tumbling around. You, you raise your foot just in time. You almost snag your feet on some kind of uprooted, like some kind of root that seems to have grown out of the ground. Um, you pop on over right next to him. As you're getting close, you can see his whole body seems to be riddled with small holes, and you see what seem like these small maggots crawling all over him. He's muttering, and as you get near him, you see you've seen this guy before. He seems he he's from the outskirts of town. He walks around. He likes to go across the road and walk his dog. He's come around next to the camp. You think his name is Reese or something like that? His last name. You're not sure his first name is. Um, and it, he kind of turns your head towards you, and as he does, his eye just pops out as a small maggot crawls out of it, and then goes up his nose. Um, if you give me a sanity roll. Yeah, and um, I'm going to run you back. See him from, and you're running back, yeah. I got a 15, so I'm fine, but okay, I'm, so that's I'm just running one. back. And then I'm, I'm checking to make sure there's nothing on my legs. Okay, so you look around. You, you see one, like, seems to have been started to crawl on your shoe, and you kick it off yeah. right as you get on the gravel pass. Uh, and the weirdest part is that the smell around is like kind of acrid and almost sulfur-like, but when you got near him, it almost smelled sweet. Um, and the combination is just yeah, horrible. Yeah, that's worse. So, I'll do a constitution roll. Okay. I, I would like to approach the body, the man, uh, much less dramatically, um, and well, kind of kneel, kneel down and put my toolbox down on the wet grass. 
and pull out like a screwdriver and then try to pick up one of the worms or a. Or uh, a if you want to pick up, you do see the worms in the grass around you if you want to just pick them up from there. Unless you really you want specifically the worms that are on his off, body. Off his body and then try, maybe try to get a good light, good look at it in the moonlight. Okay, so Thomas, you you get back to the gravel bath and you just start it's, heaving. It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, I think it's Reese, uh, the guy who walks his dog all over the Reese? place. Oh, he's, oh, yeah. He's completely covered in, in, in those maggot things. And mm. where the Dude, fuck is, is, is Everett going? Hell, Everett, Everett. What the hell's going on? Just, uh, Everett, Everett give, me no, a, give me a luck oh. roll as you're walking into the grass. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything we could do to stop him? Uh, you can Let's try if you want. Run into the grass. And... Daniel will try 100%. Uh, that's a failure. Okay. Um, Nathaniel is trying to hold you back as you're walking in the grass. Are you going to just keep going or are you uh, going to stop? To, to prevent me from approaching the body? Is that... Yeah, he's trying, to, trying to keep you away from the grass, to be honest. <laughs> Those things are everywhere. I think they're like giant maggots. I wouldn't go in there, there might, but there might I'm not going to stop. Right. I'll, I'll, turn to Dr. I'll turn to Dr. Coombs. There might be viable evidence or information we need right over there. I, 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 might, I agree with you, but at the same side, time, I'm not committing suicide. And I don't want you to do that either. Um, I will continue approaching. And hey, as I said, I'm um, going to get a closer look. Maybe pat this guy down for like um, ID, wallet. Um, he doesn't have a wallet. Didn't take it with him. Um, you do You do recognize, recognize him, him as this guy. Yeah, this, Reese, this guy who has been walked around. None of you guys know him very closely. Personally, he kind of walks by. He says hello, but he never comes really near the camp. Um, you see his, when you get closer to inspect him, this kind of rope seems to almost have been gnawed off at the end, like it's been bitten off. Um, there's really no problem taking one of these like small parasite leeches kind of thing because there are just so many crawling around him. Um, I'll drop one in my toolbox. Okay. Uh, you drop one in the toolbox, it, it wriggles around. It doesn't seem too annoyed to be there. Um, but with your failed luck roll, as you get back to the gravel pass, you do feel a small, like, sting in your foot, and you look down and see a small red bleeding hole right next to your toe. So, so I'm like walking around barefoot. I mean, I, I guess I didn't realize that. So I'm walking around barefoot. No, so you, so just you look around and see that like a small. Like hole right in your shoe. Oh my like shoe. A circular okay. hole. And then some blood coming out of it. Um you kind of shake your foot and blood drops fall down, but you don't see any those any slug thing. Alright. So is there like a crime scene investigation skill? Like is that research? I mean well, how would I like look at the the you know the details of depends. I mean how would I depends. What you're trying to ascertain, like how he got there, what happened to him, what do you? Yeah, like well, like, just like in general, there, where where he came from. I mean, evidence on his clothing, any, any kind of clues. If you if you just spend a few minutes around trying to look around, you can see that 
there are like remnants of footsteps coming from the gates. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like he maybe has just wandered in because it was, I mean, it was closed when you came in, but it could have been open earlier maybe because um, the gates weren't tampered with, unless he just decided to jump it or something. So he came here before we did. Yeah, he seems to be here a while. These slug things, they don't move very fast. And there is at least there were at least 20 visible other than the ones crawling under his skin. So he's been here probably a few hours. So, if uh, I, so you, said the, you said the grass was damp? Yeah, the grass is very damp. It's like when you, as you're walking through it, you can feel like this kind of sticky white secretion that's like covering many parts of the grass, which is stuck to your shoes after you get back. So if, um, I, so if I were to pick up like an arm or a leg, like the grass would be very flat because it's been there for under a while. Yes, yes. You, you do notice that he's been there for a while. Um, the grass under seems to be less damaged. Um, much less damp, so maybe this damp is recent. I mean, it doesn't fit with the outside. The outside is, there's a bit of snow, but there's no snow around. And as you're looking around trying to determine how long he's been here, you do notice there's no signs of any life other than those slug things. You don't see any insects or small lizards or anything crawling around, just these tiny slugs crawling everywhere. All right, well then I'll, after I'm done there, I will get up, close my toolbox, and head back to the gang. Okay. So, I have I have um, wilderness survival and natural world. Could I roll either of those to see how to deal with this these parasites in this grass, or is this too un, too unnatural to get? Um, it's not something that you. I'd say if you if you are trained in that, you would know that this okay. is very weird. Yeah, I've got 40s in both. Okay, so yeah, so this is definitely weird. (laughs) I mean, parasites and stuff like that, you know, most of the advice is don't go near it. Go to the hospital if you get one in you. Um, You you heard about, you know, slugs, you can, you know, you can pour salt on them, but these don't seem as, you know, mucusy like slugs. They're maybe even when you look into the one that Everett brought back with him, even slightly... It's very white and the skin is almost leathery. Um, it's about the one you pick up is about this size, maybe you know half a foot. And they, when they condense, they're very small. But when they you know elongate themselves, they get they can get very long. Um, Wait, half very a slow. Foot? When it stretches out, yeah. When you picked it up, it was seemed very small. They, like they squished into a very like compact, fat little ball, but when they like stretch out to move, they stretch out like too long for a normal wor- worm or anything of that sort. They kind of they kind of crawl around like worms, um, but just crawling around in the box at the moment seems kind of docile. And you've never, and Marine, you've definitely not yeah. heard of any weird secretions that of these things. Definitely not in this area. Well, this this is this is this is too weird. I, I think we should would you know we should, we should we should look into the house and then get out of here. That's that's my vote. I'm I'm sick of worms. I'm not studying those. We're going. Let's go get the girl. Exactly. So, so how's how's my foot? Am I like am I limping at this point or? 
Um, at the moment, no, you're just, it's a bit painful. Um, it might get worse, but at the moment, it's just, um, it's mostly almost like you've been bitten by something, but it's not like, you know, you're not, you can walk, you're, you're not hampered by that right now. Uh, gentlemen, ladies, I think I've been bitten, just so you know, but let's, let's find those kids. That All right, definitely, I'll check. Yeah. Tell me, tell me if something starting to hurt or anything, but let's find those children. Yeah. This, Sounds like, we were, sounds like we were already infected anyway, but that's definitely not good on top of that. Yeah, but these aren't the same worms. Sneak in. Let's just get the hell inside to find those kids. So you keep walking on. Um, it's very quiet other than the slight slurping, sticky, squishy noises around you every once in a while. It only takes a few minutes, but you get near the house. It's a uh, old Victorian house. It seems to be very unkempt. Um, the wood is kind of sagging in some places. It's this wide, um, not very tall, no more than two stories, the whole building. Um, the main door seems to be ajar, like these big wooden doors. Um, it's slightly open. You, there's even some kind of breeze that kind of opens for a bit like some breeze coming from inside and then it closes after a few seconds and I've, and like you notice it's like opening closing from the breeze is there any um, wind around us no the wind is completely non-existent um other than the building itself you do there's a main entrance the windows seem to be all closed and shut around it, but it continues for into what seems like maybe Marine, you've been in this estate before, so you'd know to the right is where there's some ballroom where you were in some events many years before. Right. Um, to the left, it continues to like a shorter, the it only becomes one story and more modest area, which could basically be where maybe the kitchens are or servant areas. Um, it kind of bends backward. It's like not as full in view. Um, the car is just parked kind of next to the house. Um, and you also notice a few, there's like these two small shacks and a larger concrete like building that's, they're both like this cluster of small buildings that are a bit off from the house. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll let everybody know what I know. Uh, you know, I'll whisper to them. I'm going to sneak up to the car Mm -hmm. uh, and glance inside to see if the keys are left in the car. The keys are left in the car. Okay, I'm going to open the door quietly, grab the keys, put them in my pocket. No problem. Quietly close the door. Not an issue. The, the guard is taking care of it, so it doesn't squeak or do make any real noise. Okay. And there's no lights on downstairs near the front door? Uh, no, the lights are not on. That's weird. Um, so when you look around, you see again the door kind of opens from this. I'm, I might breathe that isn't there it, and closes. Is there in. a place where I can run up to a window and look inside without going in the grass? Um, not really. Mm. The grass kind of it's it's not so much the grass; it's just the weeds have overgrown everywhere. It seems like the only path that was cleared was this one path like leading straight to right. the main door. 
And there's a side pass that leads to, there's a pass that leads, maybe connects to the back of the building, but it's not right next to the, it's not like adjacent to the windows. Um, and it breaks off towards those shacks also. So those passes have been taken care of, at least, you know, weeds have been taken out. So that's about it. But those are also walking passes. They're not as wide. That's damn strange. Why is the yeah. door wide open? None of this makes any sense. I don't like this many. Maybe there's maybe there's only one person here. This, and we, and we saw evidence that people have recently come and gone, like tire tracks. You saw tire tracks um, leading in. They were recent when you when you jumped the fence. Um, you saw some tire tracks outside, but you could. You, I don't think you made out how many or how how recent they were. Um, but you did see a few, one set that were leading in, which seemed newer. Um, well, this is downright peculiar. I'm going to step up onto the porch very quietly, tiptoeing, uh, going mm -hmm. towards the door. Yeah, I'll, I'll sneak with you. Hi. I'm going to be looking behind us to make sure that we're not being watched ourselves. Okay, give me a smart hidden check. I'm going to check my foot. Okay. Uh, um, I may have had a success this time. Okay, you don't you don't see anyone coming your way. Um, it's dark, so it's hard to see, but you don't see. There's no movement or lights anywhere behind you. Um, Everett, your foot is the same at the moment; hasn't changed in the last few minutes. Uh, who said he's going? Thomas, you're going on the porch, and anyone else? Yeah, yeah Maureen's coming with me. And Maureen also. So you walk up the yeah. porch as you get near is the door again seems to like open from some breeze coming from inside or maybe maybe one of the windows open or something because it opens out the air that comes out of you is damp and slightly it's almost organic dead kind of smell like slightly spoiled Maureen. um and it like comes up when the door opens the jar for a bit and then it, the breeze pushes back in and the uh, Door there's, closes. There's no wind outside, so Maureen, you've been here before. You know, years ago, yeah. It was, it's Is been a while. A, well, the only thing I can think of that would cause a breeze like that is if there was like caves underneath, because you know, large caves breathe. But I've never seen a house do this unless there's know. a huge basement or. Better. They yeah. have um, ceiling fans. Yeah, but that wouldn't blow the door open and close. That barely creates a. a... Yeah. Anyways, uh, I'm gonna peek inside and see if there's. Are there lights on anywhere? I can see inside. Uh, no, the lights are not on inside the house. No um, you can see, you know, a hallway leading inside. Um, you need to get in if you want to make out much more. Um, but the smell is definitely coming from inside. I think we might find a dead body in here from whoever's car this is. That's what I'm worried about. And you do, once you stick your head in, you do feel the actual like hot, smelly breeze coming towards you for a bit. And then it stops. We gotta go in. I gotta make sure it's not her. Hold on, Mr. Milnick, you have the gun. You should go first. Okay. 
I'll I'll be somewhere behind you just to make certain that I'll get there for get to uh, her. I go through. Is there anybody in that first room? So as you enter in, it's a long hallway. There's no no light, but if you try and prop open the door, you'll get some moonlight inside so you can kind of see where you're going. Um, the floor is a the carpeting is very damp and squishy. Um, you don't see any of the slug thing on the floor or anything, but it is damp. The smell is not coming from the floor. It seems to be coming from this waft of air that come at you every few seconds. Are, um, are there any hurricane lights or anything that we can light? Uh, we have matches. No, but I mean, are there, are there any kerosene lamps or anything around? Candles. Um, not in the entrance. Well, as soon as you light a lamp, anyone from the outside will know we're in. Someone's in here. Well, maybe, but we can't stumble around in the dark. True, true. All right, here. main hallway safe. Come on in, guys and ladies. I don't think there's anybody living here. Let me look. It's. I mean, if you were living Do here, I... you got a light burning somewhere. Do I see a oil lamp or a candle or something? That's what I was just looking for. Totally. Yeah, no, there's nothing in the entrance. Do I see um, a light switch? We you could do probably... see, you can see that the um, the hallway kind of splits to the sides at the end of it. And there are two doors leading to the right and the left near the end of the hallway. Um, but you can't really make much more than that with the lights at the moment. Well, I'll light my lighter. Okay. At least give us a little bit of light. All right. Maureen, you've been here before. Which way would be best? Let's go well, from the, the direction the wind's coming from. Yeah, say so first of all, yeah, which way is the smell and the wind coming from? So you wait a few seconds, then it comes again and it's mm -hmm. kind of wafting in from the center, like kind of pushes towards you from the inside of the house. Um, okay. the hallway just leads straight from where you can see it. So you can't really tell if it's coming straight on ahead or from somewhere else. But it is definitely coming from inside the house outwards um, and then kind of stops and then comes in the other direction. Um, Coombs, you wanted to say something? Uh, Tom Thomas is already doing what I was about to ask. Oh, okay. No problem. Wondering if he had a lighter. <laughs> I, remember so I think you, you have like matches and, um, you know, a lighter. Um, you'll need to, you know, if you want a stronger light source, you'll tr need to try and organize something. Find something. Um, like I said, I did have a towel or some towels and stuff that I've been using for medical equipment. So you can try and light one up if you want. You do have tools you can kind of wrap it around. It won't last a long time, but it might suffice for a while. Do I see a chair or anything? Do I see a broken chair or anything? Uh, no, there's no real furniture in the entranceway. Um, not, no paintings. The walls are like, you know, the plaster is kind of peeling off. Um, the doors are all closed, but they might have something behind them. But you don't, there's no chairs or tables or anything in the, mm -hmm. the hallway. Uh, of is there like, a, like an end table or something? Table no, some sort. You do look. You do see what seems like a maybe, you know, small indentations in the carpet where maybe there was something, but someone seemed to have moved it. Like the the, the area is like cleared in the entrance. 
Mm. Mm. Well, we'll just have to make do until we find a, a hurricane lamp or a, an oil lamp of some sort or a candle. Um, so intermittent flashes of mm -hmm. the, the lighter. Um, okay. Just to make sure that we Should don't we, step on something or trip. Do we want to stick together or split up to I try to cover so. more? Cover more, uh, more I think ground, we have more to quickly. stick together because we, we, we don't have many light sources. Yeah. Right. Let's stick we together. We got we two weapons. <laughs> okay. Um, so you're walking in. Every few seconds, you feel again the waft of air coming at you. Um, then it kind of comes back. The smell is kind of, you know, almost rotten, but not quite. Um, you walk in a bit, the carpeting is very squishy, very wet. Um, so you get to the two doors that are closed next to you, um, and you can see that the, the, the hallway kind of splits to the right and the left. Um, and there are, you think maybe you can see the beginning of stairs leading up to the right. Um, so where do you want to go? Um, let's cover the bottoms, the bottom before we go upstairs. Mm -hmm. You think? Yeah. 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 Um, I have a question though. Yeah. Would I recognize any smells? Um, give me a medicine check. I thought that was a good question. That is a extreme. Okay. The you do smell like maybe kind of acidy bile kind of smell coming from the door to your left. Um the smells of that's coming on the breed itself that kind of starts and stops every sec every few seconds smells almost organic um are we talking but not like, are we talking more like a uh, snake acid poison or like something i would find in a beaker or are we talking more like stomach or vomit no yeah. more yeah vomit stomach sensing more organic bile maybe um, you, you do notice it's you smell a stronger smell from like coming from under the door to your left. Um, you also kind of as you're trying to sense the smell specifically, you do notice it smells a bit worse from the left side of the hallway, like from the when it turns left. We still have that side smells yet. worse. We have an open. No, no, the doors are still closed. Yeah, you're just. You're just looking specifically for the smell. So you kind of do, do set, you smell a bit of it coming from under the under the door. Uh, it smells, smells especially rank over here. It, it, this smells like we're in a stuff. This smells like I cut someone open and I'm look smelling their stomach and sides. Yeah. <clears throat> it's exactly. Rank. Yeah. Oh. Lovely. Oh. oh. Well, yeah. I'll open the door. <laughs> To the left. To the left, yeah. Okay. Um, you open the door. The room seems a bit cleaner than the rest of the area. There's this large wooden table 
Um, it's not set, but it looks like kind of a dining area. Um, there are wooden chairs, um, dust like on the tables and the surfaces. Um, but the floor is also kind of seems wet and sticky. The whole carpeting is kind of same damp thing like when you're, where you're walking. Um, the smell is a bit harder. Give me a spot hidden without looking inside. Um, are you also are you going in or just kind of peeking your head into look? I'm just I'm just peeking. Okay. Ooh, I got a four. Fail. Four. Kind of ended up yeah. behind everybody. Success. Success. So is it a regular success, Priestley, or more than that? A regular regular success. Regular success. Okay. So with a regular success, you would notice that the smell is definitely stronger from here. And the floor seems cleaner than it is in the other areas. Um, the the windows are closed completely. The shutters are all closed. Um, Marine, you do notice, you haven't seen any leaving things outside, but you do notice almost small skeletal remains of maybe a mouse or a rat or something. Um, on the, one in the corner of the room, one right under the table. Um, yeah, that's what you see inside. Well, I've got some, we've got some rat corpses, but I don't think that's what's causing the smell. Mm. Uh, Are there any doors leading out into other rooms? Um, there is a door on the other side, yes. Like on the opposite side. I'll head over to the smaller door. door. Okay. Um, who is in the entrance way to the door, to the small dining room? I'm, I'm all like huddled the hall up a little bit. You're in the hall. It, okay. I would be yeah, right in front. And I went forward to go to the next Yeah, door. you're going inside. Anyone who's at the door, give me a dexterity roll. Oh, uh, I definitely failed because that's a 99. Okay. 94. Hard success. Just a fair okay. success. The door from its own self just kind of slams shut oh. right behind Melnick as he walks in. Um, Marine and Coombs, you both with your 94 and 99, get smacked to the head. You fall into the damp carpeting behind you. Um, it's your pride is more hurt than your actual selves. Um, but Hiram, it goes completely pitch black as the door closes behind you. And you can start, you smell the strange acidic smell getting stronger. Um, I'm going to pull out a pack of matches, light a match, see what I see. You light your match, you don't see anything around you, and then you look down and you see almost like kind of liquid seeping up from the carpeting. All right. Is it all covered with carpeting or is there any hardwood? Uh, no hardwood on the floor, or at least you do notice one part, it kind of gets concealed with the fluid, but a second before you see the wood also seem to be like almost, it looks like carpeting because it's kind of squishy and wet and moving, but it looks like wood when you look at it. But the liquid is coming up from beneath it, from everywhere. Um, and as it reaches your foot, you can hear a faint sizzling. Oh, I'm heading back towards the door. I'm trying See if I yeah, you reach it. the door, it's completely locked. But before, actually, before you get to the door, give me an intelligence roll, see if you can try and figure out where you are. It's completely pitch black inside. 
And can we you can't see anything when, when this happens? Can we try to kick the door in? You can try. Yeah. Success. 15. Success. So you, you do find the door and you're trying to pull it, but it's completely like shut in place. Um, I'm trying to kick the door open. All right, I'm succeeding. I, okay. And I'm going to pull at it. Okay, Thomas, how much did you get? I got 80 out of 60, so yeah. Okay. I, I failed. So yeah, you're trying to to yank it open, but it's not moving. Um, Haram can try and give a push also. Should I do a strength check? Yeah, you can make a strength check. So, so, out, so from our perspective, outside the door is locked. Yeah, it's completely I, shut. shut. Try to break um, it. I, I tried kicking it. Hard I success. I'll try to. Hard I'll try success. To, I'll throw my shoulder um, into it. You're trying. You do manage to like make a small crack in it, and you're trying to like break it open. Um, as you're standing there, you do feel the strange liquid coming up to you, and you take um, two points of damage as. You feel ah, your this on your skin kind of burning off. Um, but the combined force of all of you, you you manage to push through. It kind of makes a squelching noise that it opens up and you tumble out. Um, and as oh. you fall out, you see the, the liquid is kind of seeping out a bit, but then it just most of it just goes what the hell? straight back down into the floor. Mr. Molnick, you all right? I don't know. It's just oh. like Talk, take How a look at his feet. Sit down, I sit down. Let me look. Someone's stomach. Uh, I'm going to look at his feet and start trying to take his boots off to see what's going on. Oh, yeah, it oh, seems like feet. acid burns. You can give me a first aid if you're trying to take care of it. Yeah, I'll do first aid. Oh. Uh, that oh. is a critical. Okay. I mean, so not get, a critical. It's, it's whatever. Makes me, yeah. So you get, uh, you get one um, hit point back. Oh, thanks, Doc. It was like the floorboards were seeping this liquid, and the wood didn't seem like wood. Do you want me to make a sanity check now? Yeah, you can make a sanity check now. Um, also, as you're making a sanity check, everyone else, including you, here, kind of reverberating through the house, um, this low, echoey voice just strings out, food. What the kind of coming oh. from inside the house. Food? Um, yes. Who was on the phone before with who called the house the resident earlier? That was Carl Professor and Professor Rothstein. Yes. That, that oh, was Carl, me. Only you were yeah. You recognize this is the same voice you heard on the phone, only much louder when it's not concentrated into a tiny phone speaker. Um I don't think that's a good thing. Um, Melnick, how, how do you go with your sanity roll? Um, I succeeded, but barely. Okay, so you only take one at the moment. Oh. It's, it's like, it was like I was in a stomach. Can I tell what type of, how, what caused acid burn? Can I figure out which acid it is? It kind of checks out with what he said. It does have a very, like, Stomach acid bile kind of smell coming from the room. Um, he wasn't exposed for long enough that you can you know, tell it really from any other kind of acid, but it's definitely acid and does smell. Can you kind of like what he says. I think 
You don't think this thing is alive, do you? Right as you say that, you can feel the breeze, the hot air coming at you, opening the door a bit, and then going back the other direction. I'm not going to lie, Mr. The house breathing? And I think you can make a sanity check, everyone. I have passed. No, no, no. I mean, no, no, no. The, the house can't be breathing. It, it, it's got to be one of the you know updraft from some sort of basement just, or something. It just tried to melt Hiram. Hey, anyone who failed will take um, one. Anyone who, any sorry, anyone who failed who succeeded takes one. Anyone who failed, you can take a one d four. Oh God! Oh, where's my one d four? Oh, there it is. Four. Yep, I'm about to go nuts. I, I suggest we make haste. I don't think we want to be in here, guys. We saw a light on upstairs, correct? Um, you did see one light, not from upstairs. Not from upstairs. Okay. Hmm. It seemed maybe from the left area of the house, from where you're coming now. That wouldn't be into the like the the breathing room. Um, you're not sure where this air is coming from. Okay. It, it, you do feel it coming from like you know inside the house, but you're not sure where specifically. Hmm. Is the opposite room of the one that uh, Hiram was just in? Um, maybe, or from somewhere down the hallway, which goes around the room, but from that area, yes. Let's maybe try another door. I don't know. I'm not checking any more doors, man. After my feet got fried. Uh, I'm not going to lie, people. I, I don't want to be in here anymore. That little girl's somewhere in here. Yeah. I mean, I, we got to search. Just, we got to see if Esther's here. Just gotta be I careful. hope she didn't go in that room I was in. That would have been horrible. Yeah. What There's about still the, those buildings outside. Maybe about, she's in there. How about the door on the opposite side of the hallway? You can try it. Maria, when you say after, you, you do hear from deep from the house coming from inside. Esther. Is that your daughter's name, Maria? Yeah. Yeah, it kinda, it's almost like a reply after you say the name. Oh. Um, Thomas, you can open the door opposite from that dining room you yeah. that uh, Melnick went into. It seems like some kind of parlors or a few chairs. Um, it's very dusty and unkempt. Also, soggy floor. The smell is not as strong here, though. That's what you see if you're not going in. I don't know. I now that you guys said that, I all I can think of is that we're in this inside of like this things. <laughs> you said you said acid stomach, and I'm thinking shit. We walked right into it. Um, it does it. Uh, is there are there other doors leading out of that room? Uh no, that room actually is closed from all sides, other than this door. Well then, let's. I'm not going in there. Let's just move on. 
So from, from what we saw outside the house, I mean, how, is this like a massive, huge mansion? Or, I mean, how, how much space do we Yeah, have it's pretty cover? big. Um, a little Victorian house, yeah. There's, Marie knows that to the right, there's this large, like, ballroom hosting area that probably takes up most of whatever is after that parlor you looked into. Um, you don't know what's upstairs. To the left, you go to the, you know, to the end of the hallway. Um, to the right, you see a door leading to where Marine knows is that ballroom area where they have, we used to have many years ago parties and stuff like that. To the left, there seems to be a few doors at the end of the hallway. Um, that's a part of the house that only has one floor, but it does kind of bend back and kind of, it doesn't continue straight, almost like there's added on area that were maybe built in afterwards. Um, there's probably at least four, maybe five small rooms in that area. It's not, you know, massive. It's not like there's 50 rooms, but, but it's not, you know, it's not the end of the house on that side yet. Well, I, I suspect that if we um, move quickly and, and don't stay in one place too long, we, we should be able to avoid any more of these worms and acidic carpet. Just, just move around, check doors, and don't see anything yeah. move on. You can check the doors. I just don't suggest stepping in. Well, I'm already infected uh, as it is, Mr. Meldick, so I don't mind. So open I'll, I'll do what I need to do. I'll, I'll do what I need to do. Let's check left first. Yeah. Okay. Um, you, As you're walking left, you see like this long staircase leading up. Um, you saw a few stairs leading up to the right, but you also see to the left, so it seems maybe it's like, you know, like a landing upstairs or something where you can get up from both sides. Um, you continue onwards. There's a small door you open, peek in, and it looks like a water closet. Um, also very musty, very dusty. The floor is also wet. Um, but in this area, you can, see, you can see less here because there's no windows now or doors that has the moonlight coming in. Um, but it does seem damper in this side. Um, the walls even seem kind of damp. Um, you open a small door right after the dining room where you think maybe, you know, the, the door from the dining room led. And it looks like a small china closet, um, place to keep all different kinds of tableware and uh, small boxes maybe with storage stuff. Um, and there's two doors that you kind of peek in. From what you can see, just from peeking in for a second, one looks like maybe a library. Um, also very dark, all the windows are shut. And the other seems to be a kitchen. But also, it's, you can't really see in if you're not going in. But that's the end of the hallway. No little girl, let's continue on. Well, I guess I, I guess I'll look into the kitchen. Um, you look into the kitchen. Give me a spot head and check. Um, sure. Please answer your question. Uh, it used to be the Hawks Estates many years ago, before you disappeared. I'll spend four luck. Go to sixteen. Make that a success. Okay. You look around. It's also very dusty. You know, normal kitchen. It's pretty big, but seems to be not not have been used for a while, but there's no, like, no food or, you know, le nothing left out 
that's spoiling. Okay. The smell is not coming from that. Um, you do look around. The walls are almost slightly red. And you hear a small, like, meow. And you look to the side. You see, you think it's like the small cat maybe, like, looks up to you. Maybe it's almost, you know, you think it's hiding behind something because you can only see the front of it. But then you see that it's the it's behind is like in the wall. There's like small circular orifice around it. It's kind of holding it in place. And as you look at it for a second, only its front legs and its eyes looking up at you, it kind of like a small squelching noise and kind of gets sucked in. Oh, that's downright creepy. <clears throat> and you can give me a sanity check for that. Yeah, what? <laughs> Where the hell are we? <laughs> we'll look at this. Oh, that's a fail. It's 92. It's a fail. fail. You can take a 1d6. Uh, that's one. Oh, okay. Thirty-eight. And the room goes silent again. And is it in the kitchen, Miss uh, Miss Frame? No, I, there's nothing in there. Just some weird. It, I don't. I thought yeah, I saw a see? cat, but. Uh, there are two doors leading off somewhere inside the kitchen. Um, one small one to the left and one um, larger one to the right. But you can't see where they're leading if you're not going in. And, and all this time we've been there, we haven't seen or heard any evidence that anyone is there. No, you don't hear leading. any movements at the moment, not coming from anywhere around you. Um, other than this you know, breeze that keeps going out and coming in going out, coming in, and that's strange noise, that strange speaking that's reverberated through the house, but that's about it. I'm going to yell out loud, is anybody here? I was going to do that too. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's um, We've made enough. You noise. yell out a second later, or even a few seconds later, start hearing from around the house, here. Um, give me a listen check. Oh, where's my listen? That's a fail. That's a, just okay. a regular pass. Um, it, it, does anyone have a hard or better? No. No. Okay. So you don't hear anything other than that low sound coming from around the house. You do notice as you've been now kind of moving to the, you know, left side of the house, it does seem to come more from the center. Before it was coming from ahead of, yeah, like it was coming from, you know, right in front of you when you were in the entrance hallway. But now that you've turned left and gone to like this area with kitchens and maybe servants, you know, kind of area, it does seem to be coming from behind you. The main part of the house. Yeah, like from the center. Time to open some more doors. There's something. Okay. Um, you see one door leads to like a small pantry. Um, again, you, there are like small, as you're walking into the kitchen, you see there's small droppings of like maybe, you know, animal walking around here, but no animals at all. When you open the pantry, you do see a few slight remains on the floor but completely stripped of any organic meat or anything. It's all like small, tiny rat bones or something like that. 
Um, but the pantry has all these old boxes, hasn't been stocked in a while, doesn't look very, you know, doesn't look like someone's been taking care of it. Um, the other door, the small one on the left, you kind of open up a bit and the smell hits you, it's really bad. And there's there stairs leading down. You do notice now that you're like opening the door, there's these long like black cables one is leading to the side, like almost attached to where this electric lamp is. Um, but if you try and flick it open, it's, it doesn't respond. The cables are leading like out of the house towards the back, through the pantry to the door that leads out back. Um, there's this like rotten door that you can, you can see the moonlight coming through. It's probably like a back door to enter. Um, so the cables are kind of leading out that way. And they're also going down into the cellar or whatever is down the stairs, uh, so but the smell is like something out. The power is coming from outside and going down into the cellar. Yeah, it seems like the power is coming from outside. It's definitely newer. It's not part of you know the original design of the house because when this house was built, probably no one had electricity in their house. Um, but there's cables that are some are attached to the walls with like these new lamps that were installed, um, but a few are leading down into the stairs downwards. But the smell is really bad coming from downstairs like acrid horrible almost like you know excrement like if if something smells dead it smells like it's coming from down there and we haven't found anything yet to use as like a lantern or a lamp or um if you would look in the pantry you do find if you take a few minutes you can find um a lantern, some oil, candles. All right. Um, this is like a servant's area, so anything of that you would find in this place if you're looking for it. So here. let's get oh, a couple of those going. Yeah. I really don't like this place. And what's the smell coming from down there? Is that where they keep the bodies? It's like, what the fuck? I hope your little girl's not in this place. I know. Well, we gotta look. Let's go down, I guess. Yeah. Men- okay. Menek, can I? Uh, I don't want you to be burnt, burnt again. Here, let me go in front. Well, the first sign of anything weird like that. Can we? Can we wedge the door open so that it can't close? Yeah, there. Are, there is like a chair, you know, a small table, place to sit down and work that so you can pop open. So if you want to like prop it up, um, just so that it doesn't slam shut behind us. When you try and open the door to try and set it shut, you do feel that the, like, the opening of the door is almost squishy and kind of folds a bit to the side, almost like a orifice or something. The door kind of just settles into it. Um, And as you're setting the chair and the table, try and, you know, open it so it doesn't close behind you. Uh, I think we'll take a five-minute break. Okay. Sounds good. So, who's going in first? I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. Give me the the lamp or the candle, whatever. You're heading down. Um, as you go 
downstairs, the smell gets much stronger, like really horrible excrement decay. You need to give me a con roll, see if you're not, don't just start vomiting all around, whoever's going downstairs. I'm getting sick. Yeah, your stomach is already off before. That's a a failure. Yeah. Yeah, so whoever failed is, you do, you just start puking. It doesn't make the smell much worse. It's it's probably as bad as it can get, so. Barely holding it together, but, oh, come on, guys, oh. Uh, I don't even think I could puke anymore. Uh, Get yourselves. And everyone who who is puking goes downstairs. Um, The stairs are kind of slick and Uh wet. And give me a dex roll. You kind of like you can't really see as you're you know vomiting. Yeah, I passed. I'm holding on. Extreme. That I I failed, so I I fall. Okay. So. Whoever passed, you manage, like, you, you know, stumble for a bit, but step in the right place, hold the railing on the side. Um, whoever failed, you kind of tumble down Whoa. the stairs. Um, you'll take failed. only two damage, but you do land in, like, this pool of something. As you're, like, getting up, oh. it reaches almost above your knees, like, almost to your waist. Um, and it smells bad. Oh. I mean... This is very bad. Like but as sewer. you fall in and make like this splashing noise you, in this like strange, you know, horribly smelling thing, um, you do hear a small voice coming from somewhere in the other side of the room. Is, is, is anyone there? Um, Maureen, that is your daughter. Esther, yes, it, it's me. Where are you? I'm... I'm here. I'm. I'm on this. This is bed. It's, it's, where I, I can't see. Where are you? I, I'm right here. F- come to my voice. I. I can't. It's, it's this. This thing is is locked, and I can't. And I don't want to step in. In, in this. Oh, it's, it smells so bad, mom. I. Where, where are you? And She's I'm coming from her voice from the Get ahead. So yeah, as you guys. Come down, especially people with you know the lanterns and some light source. Um, you see that this liquid seems to have been like, it, I mean, it's a few. It's like maybe two feet high, all across the room. It's dark, almost black. It smells really bad. It's also slightly acidic, and you do feel slight pain from being in there. Um, the first few seconds, you're not like taking any serious damage, but it might happen if you're planned lumping through it. How deep deep is it again? We can hear um, it. It's about two feet. Um, It's like this thick, strange black lumpy liquid. And you do see on the other side, it seems almost as if someone kind of installed these, you know, doors that are made of bars, like kind of a cell, but completely make, you know, definitely doesn't fit with the rest of the room. Makeshift, yeah. Like completely makeshift. Um, there's two small doors. One seems to be open. Um, and in the other, you see this bed, which has been like turned over to be on the side. So it's slightly above the liquid. Um, and you see little Esther without her shoes. She seems to be covered in this strange liquid. Um, and she's on the bed, um, trying to hold onto these bars, but the door is closed. 
And she now she sees you and delight says, "Mommy, mom, please come. I, I don't want to be here anymore." Who's who's the strongest among us to to carry her out? I've got a sixty. Oh man, I think it's you. I'll do it. So I mean, can we lift her up over the bars, or how, how do we get to her? Um, so it's kind of up to the ceiling. It's not a very high room. Um, you can try and break it open. If anyone of you has, you know, good at locksmithing, you can try and, you know, jam the lock. Or you can just spend time breaking it. Um, but the more time you spend, the more time you're in that I weird have, liquid. I have, I have locksmith. I'll roll locksmith. Okay. So who's going to the door? So that's Priestley and Thomas? Yeah, and me, yeah. Okay. Maureen, yeah. I'll stick by the stairs. I got okay. a fail. I, I failed that. I'm a little worried about I failed. Okay. So you're walking to the door, you're trying jamming the lock, but it's it's not giving. Um, as you're all there, give me a luck roll. Anyone who's in the liquid. Oh fail. It's a failure. Okay. Um, you all take one damage. Anyone who was in there? Like this acid starting to eat away at your skin. Right. Uh, whoever <sighs> failed the luck feels some slight wriggling movements, maybe a second too late. Shit. Um, and then a small bite. Um, That's going to get infected. <laughs> you can try and open the lock again or break it open. Yeah, I'm going to try to pry it open with something. Okay, can give me a strength check. Uh, 24 out of 60. That is a hard. That's good. Okay, with a hard. You do manage. It takes a bit, but for a second, you kind of yank it open. It squeals and it's you know being you're trying to push it through this dark, sludgy liquid, but you manage to crack it open enough that Esther is not very big, and she is even thinner than you saw her yesterday. And she kind of reaches over Marine, you take her in your hands, and she is yeah. I mean she smells bad, this thing is oh. all over her, but but she's out. Here, let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, we yeah, let's, let's get out of here. Buck this place. <laughs> Yes. Well, down, right? What do you ask? We're burning this place down, right? So what about that later? Out? Let's get out of here. Yeah, let's get the hell out first. Okay, you make it up the stairs, um, and here again, coming from inside the house, more. Visitors. Uh-oh. Fuck that. Let's just go and I'm you know trying to find Does the Does it mean there's more people exit. coming outside? Food. Just you know, get to the exit. Yeah. We see do we see lights outside. Don't, don't like just cars. run outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see if there's somebody outside. Uh no, you don't see not at the moment. At least not from this window. Melnick, you might want to go first. All right. You use that gun sparingly. Yeah. Okay. So do I, so um, I see, do I see anyone outside? Uh, no, there's no one outside, but give me a spot hidden check. Ah, success. Okay. You notice that you're now the, the small shack and that's other building that's like off from the house is on this side, so it's very close to where you are. Um, and now that you're near it, you can see the door is closed, but you see some light coming from under the door. 
Um, about the same time, um, whoever is in the back sees part of the wall kind of split open and this long pink thing, which almost looks like a tongue, is lashing out at Carl in the back. Give me a dex roll or a dodge. That is a fail. <clears throat> okay, well, I got a crit failure, so it kind of misses you and hits, flops on the ground like this whole splashing noise, and you all look around and see this long, wet tongue, which seems to have protruded from out of the side of the wall. Oh, Jesus. Oh, it's just Carl pushes past everybody. Fuck this. Let's go. Go, go, um, You go. can all give me a sanity check on this moment as you're running out. Since I went outside, right? I, I'm seven. I'm outside. Do I need to make a sanity check as well? No, you peeked out the door, so you're fine. But anyone That's, else can make. I, I think I, um, I, I failed. I mean, I didn't fail. I, I passed. But I think I'm trying to get the little girl out of the house. So, Okay. So you're, you're all making a run for it. Whoever failed, it's a 1d6 plus 1. Whoever succeeded, it's 1d2. Oof, four. Well, no matter what, I'm going. Uh, I'm going insane. Five, Carl, give me an intelligence roll. I'm I'm smart. Fuck, you are smart. <laughs> um, goodbye, Carl. This oh, is a hard success. Hard success. You pause for a moment as you're looking at his tongue, and you hear the voice again, slow rumbling, food, and. I mean, the voice is very deep, but you kind of, you can almost recognize, you know, the, the speech pattern. You think it's, it might be Hawks and he's calling for help and he needs your help. As you all bolt out the door, maybe one of you pulls Carl with you as he's staring at this hall, which seems to be closing in as a tongue is it, oh, no, it's, it, it's my friend, he needs, he needs my help. We need to go, we need to go back in. We need to go back in. The house is going to eat you. We need to get out of here now. Yeah. My character is definitely insane. <laughs> and can, would uh, would I be able to see the light in the shed at this point? Yeah, we are all coming out, so you can all see the lights. You think there's someone there, over there? Just, out. I was just a light oh, that. I'm sorry. It was just the light that we knew was there when we arrived, like a. No, the light, now that you look up, you see maybe it was a trick or something because the light is, there's no, there were no lights in the room next to you. Um, you do see now a small light from upstairs. Um, but now you see the light of the shack. You're not sure if it was off before, but you didn't notice it from afar. But now that you're right, I mean, you're just maybe five, 10 feet from this. There's like these two small wooden shacks and then right above this larger concrete, like square building that really doesn't fit with the rest of the decor around here. Um, and as you push out, you do notice that the wires that you saw coming from outside are leading to those two small shacks. Like they split in the middle. Um, but as you follow them now, you're right, they're right below your feet. You can see that they lead to those two shacks. Well, I think we got what we came for. Let's go. I'm just following <laughs> Thomas out. Oh, that light wasn't there that's in that one building. 
on the outside. Thomas, you're, oh. you're, you're taking Esther and we're, we're going, right? <laughs> we're if, leaving if already? We're, if we're out of the house, I can set her down now. Yeah. And as you set her down, you do notice what seems like small crawling movements in her skin. Oh, so she's infected. Not. We're all infected, probably. Yeah. I want revenge. I want to find out who's if there's lights Burn on the house. Let's go find out who's in that room and just set everything on fire and let's get out of here. We've got my daughter. We got to go. We got to get home. Carl's going to start heading towards the shacks. Well, Maureen, you you go. Um, We'll catch up to you, but I want to kill who's ever in that fucking shack. Let's go. Set it on fire and let's go. Just set it ablaze. So Don't worry. To, uh, for the two small shacks first, right? Hold on. Brain, um, what, you were, would you want another mother to get deal with this? No, I'm just saying set them a fire and let's go. I want to see deal the person's problem. face. I want to know who's going. I want to see if it's Roscoe. Here, let's. you guys can do that. Me and Maureen are going to take the car, if you can give me the keys, and I'm going to drive Susie to, the, Here you go. to my workshop Esther? where I can treat her. Esther? <laughs> Why did I? Was there a Susie in this scenario? No. No. Damn it. <laughs> um, Here's the keys. Okay. So, are you going to the shacks or to the yeah. main larger building? Sounds like four of us are going to the shack, right? Yeah. So, four of you are going there. Carl, where are you going? I'm heading towards the shack, which the shack or whatever has the light, basically. Yeah. Okay. So, the light is like this large concrete door okay um the one of the smaller shacks is the door is open and you do see what you hear like a rumbling sound and it looks like maybe a generator or something the cables are leading to the house but also you see a few cables leading into that small building you're nearing um and as you're near the door you hear this muttering inside you can all give me a listen check before you open it So a fail. Fail. Okay. Everyone failed. Second. I see my listen. I had a success, barely. Okay, you can hear the voice of someone inside going, fuck, how do I get this working? And like muttering to himself. Um, Meanwhile, Maureen and um, Kuhn, right? You went to the car. So you're starting the car. Starts without a problem. Um, but as you turn around and start driving back towards the main gates, you do see a car parked at the gates, which what looks like you can see in the lights, you can only see the silhouettes, but two people seem to be fiddling with the broken gate trying to get it open for the car. <laughs> and what are you guys gonna do? <laughs> My character wants to leave. <laughs> And I think as long as I can get Susie out of here, I've done my job. Esther? Esther. <laughs> God fucking damn it. <laughs> Did we forget another girl? Is there someone? <laughs> oh, yeah, you forgot Susie. She's in, she was in the other room. God, my freaking computer went crazy again. There we go. So I'm going to turn over to Maureen and Esther, who are probably in the back seat. 
Well, tell you what. Seat. How about this? I'm going to put Esther in the car with you. Get back to the Hooverville. And then I'm going to pull out a gun and start running back towards the others. Get out oh, of here. Shit. Take Esther home. I will, I'll meet you there. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't think you guys can get out of the gate. Isn't that what you're saying? There is. Yeah, right. there is a car parked right at the gate. And it seems like they're, whoever is there is trying to open. As you're, are you going nearer? At the moment, you only saw two people, but they seem to be trying to, you know, you kind of left the gate in a way that it's not opening because the hinges are off. So you're trying to like slowly push it through the wet yeah, ground. I'll just and, go back uh, and I'll I'll tell I'll just say you know wait for them to open it and then once they go through just floor it and get the hell out of here. No, if they get in, they might have guns. You know what? But you take, need to get Esther out of here. I don't care. It doesn't matter. You take Esther. Esther. What? You take need to Esther. take Esther. You have the car. Get her out of here. We're not going to be able to get out that way. And if they get in here and they have guns, we're all dead. It doesn't I'm matter. Gonna... Just let them drive in and get out of here with Esther. It does not matter. Just get my daughter out of here. We have guns, too. We have one. <laughs> just wait for them to open the gate. And let, once they've gone through, just floor it and just go past them. And get out of here. All right. You guys have the car light on or off? I'm just I'm telling that to him. I'm running back to the others. I haven't turned it on yet. Okay. I'm, and I'm going to run back to the others. Okay. So, Coombs, are you waiting for them to try and get by so there's an opening? That's the plan? Yeah. Uh, you... Coombs will take that plan, actually, knowing that that's probably the safest way for her. Okay. And you have Esther, right? Yes. Yeah, she will be in the back seat, and I will make sure she's laying down. <laughs> okay. Um, meanwhile, at the door to this small building, um, what are you guys doing? Um, well, we couldn't hear what was being said. Um, no. I think Melnix heard like this tiny, you know, someone muttering to himself something about um, getting uh, it working. Uh, um, but that's okay. about it. Just we, one you, voice? Yeah, you heard all, you all can tell that there's one voice talking. You can't really make words or make out who it is. Well, open the thing up. Yeah, let's get them. In. You you push the door open. Um, the first thing you notice is that this room smells bad in a different way. Kind of smells like sweet and weird, like the sweet smells you were smelling out in the in the grass. Um, other than that, it seems very sterile. There's this concrete floor. All the walls are concrete. Um, there's all different kinds of tools and stuff on the walls. You can try and check out exactly what if you want. But you do notice there is this all different kinds of wires leading to this circular metal thing in the floor. And there's this large glass vat that's like five feet tall in the back of the room, bolted with metal to the walls. And you see next to like these electrical switches is a man, Thomas, you would know very well as Roscoe. Yeah. And he's trying to fiddle with it. And then he looks around, sees you all come in, and stops. He's a you know, short hair in his late 40s, but very well-dressed. Um, 
he looks at you. Any last words? Oh, oh. Th- Thomas, Thomas, friend, what, what are you doing here? I mean, I didn't expect. It's so nice to see you. And he like looks around at the four people who are standing yeah. in the entrance. Really? And the only entrance to the building. Uh, you know, so, Thomas, I think that house is still hungry. I. This is a very good point, Mr. Melnick. Yeah, I just want to kill him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going in there really threatening with the knife. Okay, as you go in, you do see he reaches back and takes out a revolver. Boom. Okay. I have the gun pistol ready. Okay, give me a dex roll to see if you can get there before him. He wasn't ready to pull it out yet, so. Yes, but I had my pistol out already. You did have your pistol out, so you you can fire first, yes. I had a 44 out of 50. Well, he got an 05, so he's going to drop before you get there. But Uh, you're first. Success. Okay, roll the hits. I mean, I hit, so. Yeah, roll roll the damage. Uh, Whatever it says on your. It's a D8 damage. I think it's a D8, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. What, what kind of gun is it? Six. Thirty-eight. Six. I have the thing right here. I'll give him Eight a con roll. Yeah, he makes a con. You you hit him right on the side. And he like kind of falls to the side. He tries to raise his pistol as Thomas is coming at him with the knife. His eyes are wide. Wait, wait! I can help you. I I can make you all rich. And he tries to shoot. Um, Thomas, that'll be an O nine. Um, what is that? He shoots you with a pistol. Um, I got an 89. Well, I only rolled one on my damage. Well, if it's an extreme, that'll be nine damage. Until- my ear! <laughs> <laughs> um, well, then see. I'm going to fall on him and jam the knife in. Okay. Give me a fighting brawl. I miss. Somehow I miss. Um, he's fighting back, but he also failed, so he doesn't get back to you. But you're like falling on him. He's trying to hold you back. Um, Stop moving so I can kill you. <laughs> no, please, Thomas, Thomas. Please, and he like coughs up blood. I, I, don't, I don't want to. Please. Uh, stop! I can I can help you. You we we can we can do this together. There's, there's no need. Uh, please, well, I'd like to know like what the fuck is going on before I jam. Well, get the there. get that knife away from my face. He's trying to push you off. Um, what are the uh, rest of you guys doing? I'm gonna I'm gonna go since he dropped his pistol. I'm gonna make sure to pick it up. Okay. Um. Yeah, you can get it. He can't reach anything. But he's using his hands to try and hold Thomas away. And and you said there's some sort of power supply. Sourced in the shed that's going to the building, like cables and yeah, the small sheds seem like generators. You saw like one with with the door was open, uh-huh. um, and the cables are leading. Some went into the main house. A few also are going into this building, and you see there's like an electrical box with all them kind of switches on the wall next to the door, which is where he was trying to fiddle with stuff. I will um, go towards the electrical box with all the switches. Okay, so, uh, Carl will follow. He's okay. very interested in what's this machine. Okay. Thomas, are you trying to stab him to death or just subdue him? The I, I, I'm yelling at him. I want answers. But I've got the knife up to his neck. 
Yeah. He's like, he's trying to hold you. He's like, please, Thomas, look, I, I, I was trying to take the stuff and leave. I, I want to start somewhere new. I, this is, this is, this is not against you. Okay. I, I have nothing to do with you. It's, it's, I, I can, I can help you get back whatever you lost. Okay. I, I can, we, we can make it together. We used to be partners, right? We can do it. What, what the fuck is going on in that house? The, the house, I don't know. It's, it's something went wrong last night and it, it wasn't like that before. Okay. I, I just, I'm trying to take stuff from the, from this, from this machine. I mean, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck set, set, I mean, set, fuck, look, Cedric's the one who runs this. Okay. I don't, I don't, I'm trying to figure it out. Okay. And, but, but it can make us all rich. Okay. Look, please, please. Why did you take our kids? It, it was Cedric's idea. It wasn't mine. We, we didn't want to take him. He was getting, he was getting just, he was getting reckless. Okay. I, I'm with you guys. Okay. I, tr I tried to stop him. He thinks he protests too much. I'm, I'm sorry. Did he say Cedric? Yeah, he did say Cedric. Um, you, so you, guys mean, can also you mean give me a psychology or... I'm sorry. Uh, I was just saying you can give me a psychology guys if you want, but, uh, what are we asking about uh, Cedric? So you're saying Theodore Cedric is behind all this? Yeah, 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 de definitely him. He he started this whole thing. Okay, he 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 got me into it, but, but it's it's him. Okay, he runs everything. And where is he now? Is he here? Um, he like looks at the knife. I I, I, oh, I he I wanted to have him. him. He, 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 I, I made my psych roll. Okay, he's. You feel like he's trying to play you guys. You're not sure which part, but he's he he seems to be talking really fast and trying to yeah, try to sound confident. Uh, um, uh, I, I think he was uh, he, he was going to the. He's trying to pull the wool over your eyes. Look! 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 He I, I don't know where he is. He was he was going he was going to the Hooverville. And. and I, I, I said I wouldn't join this time. I was, I was trying to take the stuff to leave, okay? I don't, I don't know where he is right now. I, will, I, I, will, I want to grab him by his lapels. You said he's going to Hooverville? I've, I've got him pinned on the ground. Oh, with oh, the oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he's, he's like on the ground. Um, when he, he sees four of you, two of you with pistols, I mean, he went there maybe an hour ago. He was going to, I don't know. I. He wanted to go there again tonight. You know, he, he said he, he had to find someone else. I, I, well, we couldn't get... What we, is we he trying to, the to kids. do? Uh, he, look, look, if, if you take the knife away, I'll explain, okay? I promise. Uh, you can explain with the knife right where it is. Jesus, Tom, Thomas, weren't we friends? Mm, that ended <laughs> with... You ended that. I... Look, I. Come on, start okay, talking, okay. or I'm going to jam this. In uh, 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 okay, uh, he like he, he stops fighting back and like holding his hands to the side. I'll talk. Um, meanwhile, Coombs, um, you're sitting in the dark car as you see. Finally, the door, the gate swings open, and the two people head back into the car and start driving in. I'm going to wait until they sort of park. Then, okay. Or once they get about halfway, I'm going to turn it on as quick as possible. Turn around. What's her name again? Esther. 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 
hold on and just hey. punch it backwards to get through the, the gate so first give me a stealth roll with advantage so you're trying to hide without noticing you're in the car because the car is parked like kind of ready to leave which is an odd angle okay what's the standard stealth 20. i think it's 20. i'm going to yeah. spend 16 luck to pass okay um the car passes by you um can give me a spot hidden check but with disadvantage because you're like hiding in the car to see if you can see whoever's coming that is a not a crit fail almost a crit fail no it's dark but you see the only thing you notice is that there's you see silhouettes of people in the back also so there's more than just a few people you saw opening the gates but the car goes by you after the you hear some curse word as a, as a car drives by you and then it comes to park next in front of the house when you floor the gas and starts driving out as fast as you can you hear some yell from behind you but but there there's no way they can turn around and get you fast enough coombs is just going to start breathing as he's finally going down the road probably getting out of there yeah, you're driving down back towards um, the Hooverville as you look back and you see Esther coughing and you see her skin is slightly crumbling and breaking like you saw Agatha Priestley the day before. Um, and as you're driving back to the Hooverville, meanwhile, in the small room, um, you guys can give me a hard listen roll, see if you can hear from outside because it's kind of... The noise doesn't go very well through these walls. Am I uh, am I catching up to them now? Or yeah, yeah. I think by this yeah. time you're already inside. I mean, you went before they got in the door. Yeah, I'm just watching. You know, with with the gun ready, letting Thomas take yeah. you know, take care of it. Hard success. Hard success. You do hear a curse word from outside. Oh yeah, and I will whisper. You know, hey, we, we got company. It's time to wrap it up. All right. Well, when I'm you put say my that, hand over his mouth and go. He can't fight back. You just, and he's like, Ugh. and blood just seeped out and just collapses. You'll be gone just in a second. Just, everything will go dark in a second. So, so what do you think? <laughs> that really you necessary, wanna, Mr. Dolan? <laughs> you want to set this place ablaze and get get out of here? Come on. <laughs> yeah, Everett, did you hit the? I thought you hit all the power switches, right? Well, I was I I, I was yeah, so I wanted going, to, then I was kind of distracted when you mentioned Theodore Cedric's name. Yeah, so there. So what are, Mr. Uh, Austin was not distracted by yeah, the man on the floor there, so and yeah. continued yeah. to yeah. fits. Yeah. So there's all these small lights and bulbs and different sides. Carl, you can try and get me a physics, but you need a card to try and figure out what the hell this thing is for. I am a professor of physics. Everything is so wet. I'm not sure it'll burn very easily. You can try. You can barely get our um, gun. I mean, our, uh, our candle. But. I got an ex uh, extreme success. Extreme success. Um, you figure out that there's two smaller switches that are probably just for the lights or something like that. Um, mm. There's these four larger switches, like you know, heavy-duty electrical grid kind of stuff, 
that you you figure out like you try fiddling with them a bit and you see that you need to turn this, this, there's like a certain order that you need to turn them on mm-hmm. they lead to this there's this round you're like you've all been fighting in the corner like bunched over um the deceased Malloy, but in the center of the room, there's this large circular metal ring with all these etchings into it, these strange symbols etched Hmm. right into the metal. And all these wires are leading straight toward it, kind of to power it. Um, You can't really tell what this thing does just from, you know, first glance as a second. With an extreme, you might be able to figure it out with with you know a few half an hour an hour of trying to fiddle with stuff and going over things um but there is a small you small button that has open on it which at the moment is switched to closed on this large box of electrical stuff um i flipped this switch okay um as you guys you know, Marines coming in, um, telling Mel, like, we need to go, we need to go, someone's coming. Thomas is, you know, taking care of Roscoe for the last time. Carl, you, you switch the flip in the, you know, in the right order, and then you click on the button, and you can, you can all feel this loud humming noise. Now, at this moment, with your extreme, you do notice that there's all different kinds of tools on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, there's these metal, like these aluminum casings, um, different knives with different lengths. Um, some are short, like, you know, tiny knife scalpel. Some are large, almost, almost as size as like a machete or something. Um, you do notice that they're all strangely from, made from non-ferrous metals. Um, and oh, you realize that at, just at the moment, there's a large buzzing sound. Anyone who has metal stuff they're holding, so a lantern or as a gun, uh, you'll need to give me a strength check or the knife as their strong magnetic field starts running through the place, pulling everything toward the center. A success. I, I failed, so. So yeah, you're slitting him and then you hold the knife up and then it just flies back out of your hand. Um, thankfully enough, you were standing in the middle of the room, um, but you, all these metals, Anything metal you're holding that's being pulled strongly towards the center it's of the room. It's a big magnet. I had a hard success, so I'm able to hold on to both guns. Yeah, whoever has a success can hold on to yeah. whatever they're uh. we're holding. Um, and the, there's a yellow glow coming from the center of this round metal ring. And the glow grows brighter and stronger, almost like it it kind of seeps into the middle of the room, it, like in the kind of almost like it's tearing into something, and the air seems to break open. This strange yellow light is coming out and slowly growing stronger. Oh, let's get the hell is out this going to blow? Yeah, let's get out of here. It's so beautiful, though. Well, let's get out of here. Let's go, go, please go. I, I, I will, um, I will see if I can oh. shut it down. You think you can hear the voice of your friend Hawks coming from inside, almost whispering to you. Uh, uh, Aston, is that you? 
you guys don't hear it. As the people are, are you guys all bolting out, or is anyone yeah, saying? I guess out. yeah, we're we're starting to hit out. I'll be like, hey, we'll see you back at the Hooverville, Carl. As in, like, don't you dare fucking not come back. <laughs> okay. Burn the house. Um, you start. You make your way out, just like pushing the door, stumbling out into the darkness, and you all see a car park in front. Two people start heading out of the car. One is shorter. He has like this white linen mask on his face. Um, the other also has one, but he's just taking it off. He's much larger, bigger. Um, and in the back, you see two people coming out. One is Brink, who you recognize from the night before. Um, and he seems to be leading out a woman, maybe. He's like pushing her out. The, guy, the big guy is like yelling at him to get out. And the two men in the front are taking out pistols. Um, Melnick, you, you recognize the blonde person coming out. You really like this girl. She's been having yeah. a hard night. I, and I have two pistols, and I see the two other guys with pistols. They haven't gotten them out yet. I have mine ready. That's I understand. I mean, okay. Boom. Boom. They, they um, my boom. life, so. Uh, Carl, what are you doing as the men are taking out Nancy, the guys taking out their guns while you're staying inside the room? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm having a conversation with a voice. Uh, Aston, are you on? Where are you? I can hear you. Everywhere. Now, come now. That's impossible. You need to, you need to come in. His voice is like almost raspy, but you can also, you only hear it in your mind and coming. Some parts are outside somewhere in. I'm all around you and not near you at all. You're speaking in riddles. Um, can, are there, are the displays on any of the machines? Like, are, are there any displays on any of the, like... Yeah, there's lights that showing like, on. Um, there's a small, like, meter that with the light is flickering on and off, um, but it's growing stronger. Um, there's this gauge, which is slowly going up. It just has, like, 20% at the moment. They're going, like, on this round percent meter going up. Um, you also... As the light is growing stronger, you, you hear this noise coming from that strange glass tank in the back of the room. And you feel like noisy and look around and the liquid is moving as if something is moving inside it, responding to the lights. Mm. Would there be any way to make it all like, um, like to sabotage it? You can try. I would like to try. Okay. Um, give me either physics or electrical engineering. Um, are you turning it off before sabotaging it or just trying to destroy it? Like I, uh, try to make it blow up, cause a distraction. <clears throat> okay. Um, um, physics. It is. Hey, Carl, see if you can grab my knife. <laughs> I'll try. Um, I, have I read? Just a it's, success. It's got the blood yeah. of my enemies on it, and I want okay. it. Okay. <laughs> you think you can maybe... Over overcharge it, and you're like flipping on switches, which you knew before were not supposed to be on at the same time. 
and the light is the meter is going stronger and the light is going on. There's like small sparks coming out, and something rattles in the machine next to you, and there's sparks coming out. Um, but the light is still growing stronger as smoke starts coming from the machine next to you. And you look to the middle, all the metal stuff that were flying toward the middle seems to have disappeared into this yellow light that's now growing larger. Um, meanwhile, outside, um, Meldek, I think you have the first shot if you're trying to shoot. Yeah. All right. First shot is a, let me take a look at my chart. And uh, it's an extreme. Extreme. Hey. Who are you shooting at? I'm shooting at one of the guys with the pistols. Uh, big guy or short guy? Um, I'm gonna hit the big guy first because he's the easiest. Big guy. Player. Okay. With an extreme, I mean, this is uh, you know full damage on the die plus well another die, so you can roll it. I think 38 is D10 because I also have a 38. Yeah. D10. Um. Oh, 18 total. Hey, you pull your pistol, you shoot, you see this guy, this big guy, like taking out this, you know, this mm -hmm. small pistol from the side and he looks up towards you. His head just splats open in the back and the guy just collapses and, uh, onto the floor. I um, you, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. You hear the guy next to him yell, fuck, Rosetti, and he's like trying to take the gun back. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, have a, I have a dex of 60. Yeah, and I think we'll start with the showdown next time since we're running late. And we oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Oh. Um, so, so we're going to continue next week? Yeah, 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 I think we'll continue next week. So in the mid-gunfight. Um, I love that. In the gunfights. Mm -hmm. I, yes. I thought we were within seconds of... <laughs> oh, no. Um, there's more. Oh, right. You were. You might have been close, but um, <laughs> the light is growing from the room. Okay. And the people are pressed. Um, and we'll see how that goes next time. Our players included John Dos Passos, Patrick O'Brien, Brian Ridge, uh, Theodore Martinez, Oren Mayer, and myself with uh, Nimrod Sorfetterman as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering as we link below. We're currently producing it for four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel. Punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Duty role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good game. Darling, I hope that my dream never haunted you. My heart is telling you.